0: Welcome to Chicago Tabernacle, a place of becoming. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's word. Please join us now as we hear a message from Pastor Toledo. Praise the Lord. Happy Mother's Day one more time. Today's message is really in honor of all of our moms. It's a word of hopefully encouragement to every mom. But this is really the word of the Lord, I believe, to every woman in the house. And I want to say this to all of the men. Let's be wise bystanders today. Let's look in and listen because there's a lot to learn from the word of God as we share it today. Amen? Amen. This is a a unique Mother's Day for me. Uh, It's the, you know, my mom passed away this year. And honestly, it kind of makes me appreciate moms more. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to my mom. I'm also very grateful. This is why this is a word to all of the ladies in the house. I'm really, really grateful to women who over the years have been Like a spiritual mom to me. I have a spiritual mom. She couldn't come today, but like a spiritual mom to me. And in the church, how many know people should walk into this church and they may not have a spiritual mom, but there's a spiritual mom right in the house. How many would say amen? And how many want to thank God for all? Come on, let's thank God for every spiritual mom. Hallelujah. I thank God. I appreciate my wife more. I'm so grateful for the kind of mom that she's been to our kids. I picked her because I saw a lot of my mom's qualities in her. And and for all of the other women of God. And and can I say, like, I was even thinking today about my sister. My sister took care of my mom and dad. Um, And I was thinking... You know, as as they got older, she took care of them. My mom became incapacitated, and she just was there. But I was thinking today about when I was 14 years old. Uh, no, when she was about 14 years old or 13 years old. I'm, I was like 12 or 11. I don't remember. My mom got sick, and um, she went to the hospital for like two or three days. I don't even know what she got sick about, what it was, but... All I know is I got home at five o'clock, and right on the table, rice and beans, chuletas—that's that's pork chops. I'm really getting hungry. <laughs> the grilled onions, the maduros, plátano maduros. I mean, it was she threw it down, you know, and I like I just took that for granted, and um, it was just an amazing thing how she stepped up. And ladies, we're so grateful when you step up. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. And this message um, really kind of speaks to how powerful women really are. All throughout history, women have displayed themselves to be so powerful, so influential they you know they say that the man is the head but the woman is the, the woman is the neck that turns the head you know what i'm saying how you know mama knows how to get it done and she gets what she wants you know and so women are powerful but in the kingdom women are exceedingly powerful a woman of god is exceedingly powerful. And a woman of God, a mother of the faith, is exceedingly powerful when they pass on their faith. And the word of the Lord to every woman today is keep passing it on. Keep passing it on. Everyone who's not a mom, say this with me. Ready? Mom. For favor, it's Mother's Day. Ready? Mom, Mom, keep passing it on. Come on, we can do that one more time better. Ready? Mom, Mom. keep passing it on. Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Powerful things happen when you keep passing on your faith. Incredible things are released. Blessing, blessing, a vision. So many things happen when you keep passing it on. We need you to keep passing it on. Great man of God, John Wesley, said this. He was one of the founders of the Methodist Church. And what he said was, I learned more about Christianity from my mother than from all of the theologians in England. Because you can go to Bible school and you could hear the sermons and the lectures and go to the classes. But when a mom is full of God, she passes on life and power. She passes on real kingdom authority. In other words, moms don't just carry babies, they carry faith. Keep passing it on. Hallelujah. That's the word of the Lord to all of the ladies today. Keep passing it on. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna look at a chapter in the Bible that exemplifies what, what I'm sharing with you, what I just said. Second Timothy chapter 1. 2 Timothy is one of the pastoral epistles. And in the New Testament, there's the Gospels, and there are a number of epistles. Of epistles, but the pastoral epistles, First, Second, First, and Second Timothy, and Titus, are kind of like guidebooks for pastors. And um, uh, in these guidebooks, we learn the the standards, the rules, all of the things that a pastor needs to be a good pastor. And it's in this particular book that we see the power of women passing on their faith. So reading together, or no, I'll just read for us. But let's look on 2 Timothy chapter 1, beginning with verse 5. This is the apostle Paul speaking to Timothy. Timothy, in a way, is like the first known pastor of the New Testament church. Okay, so it says, Timothy, speaking of Timothy, I'm reminded of your, Timothy, sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded now lives in you also. You see, what lived, what what was living in grandma Lois was also living in mama Lois. Eunice, and now lives in Timothy. Faith passes on. Keep passing it on because when you pass it on, powerful people grow and emerge. How many know we are called to raise up powerful people for the kingdom and the glory of God? Somebody say amen to that. Hallelujah. How does that happen? You got to pass it on. So let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, for the next few moments. And I ask that your word would speak and encourage every mother. I pray that it would encourage every woman of God, inspire every woman of God, Lord, because we need each and every one of them. And God, I pray, Lord, that all of the men in the house, Lord, those watching online, God, that we would learn from this moment, that we too, Would be inspired even as Timothy was inspired. Bless this word. Bless our time together. In the mighty name of Jesus and all God's people said. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's believed that on Paul's first missionary journey. Eunice and Lois gave their heart to the Lord. And then by the second missionary journey they spotted, Paul spotted the call of God in Timothy's life and and began to disciple him and then um, um, ordained him, laid hands on him and released him into the ministry. Now what this is saying is there is a powerful capacity to transfer life, to transfer faith in a woman and a powerful capacity to influence. This has been known all throughout history. Back in the 1800s, after, at the tail end of the French Revolution, it was like the uh, mid-1800s, one of the, the, the French foreign ministers, his name was Alexis de Tocqueville, he took a trip to America because France was in chaos. So they threw off the monarchy... But now everyone was just trying to do their own thing. And they couldn't decide what kind of government, what kind of life, what kind of culture and society they were going to have. And so he took a trip to America to study why did America have such a prosperous democracy, such a unified democracy. And by the way, when you think about America back in the day, they were praying in Congress. Okay. Amen. Okay, thanks for eking that out. You know, they were believing God. There were a lot of men of God that were founding fathers. There's great books about how many founding fathers they were. And so uh, um, there were a lot of Christians gathering together or people who had at least such a sense of fear and reverence and honor for the Creator, But nonetheless, he goes, he comes to America, and he does this research. Why is America so prosperous? Why are they moving forward and all of these things? And here's what he said. He said, And if I were asked, now that I am drawing uh, uh, to the close of this work, in which I have spoken of so many important things done by the Americans to what the singular prosperity and growing strength of that people ought mainly uh, to be attributed. You know, they spoke interestingly in the beginning, right? But listen to what he said. He said, I should reply. Here's what he said. Look, if you ask me what is the main reason why America is so blessed, here's what he said. He said, I attribute it to the superiority of their women. This is the French foreign minister. He came... And he walked in the midst of our culture and he saw such an excellence about the women. And here's what he would go on to say. It was the strength of America's women who were the antidote to America's potential moral and political disarray. How many know women are the spine of the nation? Come on, somebody say amen. Godly women keep things godly. Godly women have an incredible capacity to impact and shape the nature of things. Anybody here have ever heard of Billy Graham? Anybody here ever heard of Billy Graham? He's one of the greatest evangelists in American history. Well, as the story goes, Billy Graham, when he was in Bible college, he was a handsome cat, man, and he dressed well. So he sees this girl in Bible school and he he goes over to throw a line and he thinks he's gonna, you know, I'm I'm Billy Graham. And when she went up to him and and tried to, he's trying to like, hey, this is gonna be my girl. She said to him, I don't wanna date you. She said, I need a man of God. (laughs) And Billy Graham was like, oh, snap. And he went away and he started seeking God. And when he found God, he went back to her. She said, now you're ready. And, and then they were married for like 65 years. Hallelujah. I was saying, ladies, you need to know this. I go to, I'll go to different stores or whatever, and I'll meet a, a guy. Maybe he's uh, selling me a T-shirt or sneakers or something like that. And i how old are you, bro? Oh, I'm, you know, I'm 28. I said, dude, you need to get married. I'm 34. Dude, you got to get married. It's like, I can't find a woman. I said, come to church. That's where they are. That's the best ones are right there. But here's what I, my conviction is. My conviction is that our godly women are not going to be moved by worldly men. Our conviction is that our godly women are gonna move worldly men to become godly. Come on, how many believe that? Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Come on. There's all kinds of weapons of evangelism. We know that. Amen. Women are the spine of a nation, the woman is the spine of the home. And even if you're not married yet, God wants to use you powerfully. He wants to use you powerfully. So we gotta keep passing it on. Now, what happens when you pass it on? Okay, when you pass it on, we overcome obstacles. Okay, when... Ladies, when you pass on faith, we, which means everybody else, we overcome obstacles. Women have an incredible capacity to just eat obstacles for lunch. In fact, I was noticing this the other day. I was while we men are eating hamburgers and ribs, guess what women are doing? They are crunching obstacles. I was eating the other day, my wife was on the phone handling this, calling this person, taking care of this, oh that thing, and blah blah blah. And she's I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Let me just keep eating this hamburger. How many know kingdom moms are obstacle crunchers? Come on, hallelujah. You know, it's common belief if you do research on Timothy's life, it's common belief that Timothy's dad was not a believer. How do you raise up the first pastor of the New Testament church? Okay, well, obviously you and I, it's gotta be an ideal family and all this kind of stuff. And you know what? When a woman is full of God, God has a way of making things ideal. How many would say amen? Hallelujah. So that was one of many obstacles. But regardless of what that obstacle is, when you face your obstacles with faith, powerful things happen. There's victory that emerges from your confronting the obstacles, the mountains with faith. You gotta keep confronting those mountains with faith because when you do, you keep passing it on and we get the blessing, we get the victory. This is at every level in every way. Let me give you an example. How many know who Thomas Edison was, the inventor of the light bulb? Well, listen to this. Thomas Edison's teacher sent sent him home with a note saying, your child is dumb and we can't do anything for him. Mrs. Edison rolled back and said, you do not understand my boy and I will teach him myself. And guess who she raised up? She raised up Thomas Edison. Hallelujah! How many know we crunch the obstacles when we attack it by faith? And this is the word of the Lord to every woman. Tackle every obstacle with faith because God's ear is open in a special way to a mother's mouth. His ear is open to the cry of faith when a woman calls on her heavenly Father the heavens shake and move. Listen, if you went to Bible school like I did, one of the key theologian characters, like one of the top theologians of history, his name was Augustine. Augustine, before he became Augustine the great theologian, he was a rascal. He was immoral. He had all kinds of issues. He did all kinds of naughty things. But his mother was a woman of faith. And lo and behold, the day came where he had a powerful meeting with God. He was transformed. And to this very day, to this very day, because of a woman's faith, not only do we have Timothy, and not only do our pastors instructed by, by the book to Timothy. Both of them, but so many pastors are trained and impacted by the writings of St. Augustine. Well, look at what St. Augustine said. He said, I had a mother who wept to God for me, shedding more tears for my spiritual death than other mothers shed for the bodily death of a son. Eventually, Augustine's mother brought her concerns to Christian Bishop Ambrose, another great man of God, who assured her, It cannot be that the son of these tears should be lost. Ladies, when we pray, we win. Come on, how many believe that? When we pray, we win. Don't stop praying, don't stop believing. Hallelujah. When we pray, we win. Hallelujah. And so there's whether the obstacle be be, uh, 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 spiritual, whether it be in the natural realm, keep passing it on. Because amazing things happen, amazing blessings are released. I was thinking, uh, um, I mentioned this earlier today. So when we first started our church, I had a conviction that actually came from my mother. So I said, um, we will put our first and our best dollars towards our children's ministry because um, we have a mandate to raise up the next spirit-filled generation. How many believe that? How many know we should do that, right? Right. You may not think about these things, but there's a diff- there's more than one way to grow a church. Like you could grow a church by instead of taking money that you put to the kids, you could advertise on the radio to other Christians. I never did that. You can you can bring in a lot of musical groups and attract a car. We never did that. You know why? Because we couldn't afford it. Why couldn't we afford it? Because we gave the money to our kids. Now where did that come from? I'm gonna tell you where it came from. When I was a kid and I grew up in the hood, and and I'm talking about the hood in Brooklyn. And so there was this thing on my block. Some of you will understand this very quickly. So on certain windows sills, there was like a towel on the windowsill. Every time I saw one of those towels, I was really annoyed. Let me tell you why. Because the ladies in our community, every once in a while, they had it all set up. They would go like this. It was like a like a radar kind of spy network that they had on all of us. And my mom and dad had an arrangement with those ladies. It was like beep beep beep, beep 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 beep. They would just get a printout right there. You know what he's doing? He's over here on that corner. You know what I'm saying? Always telling on you. But they had an arrangement that they any woman any and me, there were men as well but they could say you, speaking of me, you go upstairs. I lived on the fifth floor no elevator <laughs> my mom said one of those people tell you to go upstairs you go upstairs and then I can tell you if you could go downstairs and you better listen and you know when they said better it was you better <laughs> so I was like mom I'm not doing anything why do I have to do that and she said listen to me I love those people. I say, you know I love those people? It's because when someone loves your kids, you love them. How many would say amen to that? I believe that when we love children, I believe the whole family's heart opens to us. I learned lots of things about the ministry from my mom. Which brings me to point number two. When you pass on your faith, when you pass it on, our future is shaped. The future is shaped for us. There are things that you are passing on today that are shaping lots of tomorrows. There are things, prayers that you're praying, seeds that you're sowing, words that you're saying, even when they go, oh, come on, mom. Right, There are things that you're doing right now that will shape the future. You see, one of the things that we need to know, one of the things that we need to know is even just one woman, and can I pause for a second? One woman, pause. Brothers, if anybody here is looking in on this message, if one woman could do so many things for God, what about a man and a woman? What about a husband stepping up and being a mighty leader for the glory of God? So brothers, come on, let's step it up. Go ahead, ladies, say amen, it's all right. Amen. Women are so wise and humble, they didn't even say amen, brothers. They were thinking it. They were thinking it, but they would just played it cool. But listen, here's what we need to know. Faith and time is God's kingdom dynamite. Faith and time. Faith and time. Explosive things happen over time when we just continue to believe. There are things that will ultimately be released by the glory and the power of God when we keep passing it on. There are amazing things that happen when a woman doesn't lose her faith, when she continues to pass it on. There's a story of Elizabeth Elliot. Elizabeth Elliot was the wife of a missionary whose name was Jim Elliot. He went to minister to a group of people who didn't hear the gospel. They were uh, Indians. And uh, when he went, they killed him. It was all over the news. And guess what she did? She went back. And the New York Times interviewed her and said, what are you doing? Are you crazy? And here's what she said. She said, I'm taking the Lord at his word. I'm trusting him to prove his word. It's kind of like putting all your eggs in one basket, but we've already put our trust in him for salvation, so why not do it as far as our life is concerned? This is what she said going back to the people. Do you know that over time, there was a great revival. Many, many people got saved when she went back because you cannot stop faith and time. Kingdom dynamite is released when we keep. On believing, ladies, keep on believing. Moms, keep passing it on. Because when you pass it on, when you stick with it, it is unstoppable. They could send me a keyboard player. You know, um, this this past week we opened up Philadelphia Tabernacle and if you were here on Tuesdays, on this past Tuesday, um, we actually prayed for a picture. This is um, a picture from Philadelphia and these two are my grandsons, Wesley and James, and then these are two Philadelphia kids, right? I mean, they're Philadelphia kids now too And when I got this picture, I was so moved by it because I thought, Lord, we have now the new expanded stewardship. Chicago Tabernacle has a new expanded stewardship, not only to raise up the next spirit-filled generation here, but in Philadelphia as well. How many would say amen? Can we praise God? But see, history tells us that when we pray, we win. When we pray, we win. The times get dark, but when we pray, we win. The world gets more ungodly. They they teach our kids more crazy things. But how many know when we pray, we win? (laughs) Nothing can stop the glory and the power of the living God. Hallelujah. How many believe that today? Nothing can stop the power of God. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world.